The state is defined for the first time in the Arthashastra of Kautilya as consisting of seven elements. In Manusmriti, Manu deals with seven prakritis of the state like king, the ministers, the capital, the realm, the treasure, the army and ally. But Kautilya in his Arthashastra put the same in a different order like the Swami, the Amatyas, the Janpat, the Durg, the Kosh, the Dand, the Mitra and the enemy. He changed the previous order to priority and added a new element, the enemy. Kautilya also reduces the element of the state when he writes the king and kingdom are the primary elements of the state because all other elements revolve round these two elements. There is no doubt that the Saptan theory as given by Kautilya has almost universally accepted as the standard definition to know the nature of state in ancient India. It has been generally recognized that the modern constituents of the state such as sovereignty, government, territory and population are covered by the elements of Swami, Amatya and Janpad in the Saptan theory of the state. Kautilya restated the relative importance of the different elements of state and then ultimately reduced their number to seven, that is Swami, Amate, Janpad, Durg, Kosh, Dand and Mitra. Kautilya enumerated seven prakritis or essential organs of the state. First, the Swami or the sovereign king. It is the first and the most important element. Swami means the monarch. He should be a native of the soil and born in a noble family. He should be brave and well-learned. He makes all the important appointments and supervises the government. He has to be virtuous and should treat his subjects like his own children. Kautilya has given extensive powers to the monarch, but those powers are meant for the welfare of the subjects. In the welfare and happiness of his subjects lies his own happiness. Subscribing to monarchy as the ideal form of state, Kautilya has accorded to the king the highest place in the body politic. The Swami is the chief executive head of the state. The word Swami is derived from the word Swayam which refers to self-determining which is subjected to be ruled by none, does not follow any external ruling and is liable only to self-imposed restrictions. He is thus the symbol of legal and political authority and power. The king was not to be a despot, exercising power through sheer military force, but was to rule his subjects through affection. Accordingly, the duties and functions that he called upon to perform are of two types, protective functions and promotive functions. Protective functions The king should put down violence and maintain law and order. He should avert dangers and command the army to redress people's grievances to punish the wrongdoers and to administer justice impartially. Promotive functions On the other hand, his promotive functions include maintaining unity and solidarity, to reward virtue, to promote agriculture, industry and arts, to regulate the means of livelihood, especially of the laborers and artisans. Amate, the ministers. In narrow sense, the term Amate or Mantrin is used for the minister of high grade. Kautilya describes an elaborate system of recruitment of the Amatyas and other officials who were to be morally and ethically pure, honest in financial matters and of good character. The king was expected to appoint only wise men to these offices as they were to be his trusted advisers. 
these ministers were not only to advise the king whenever their advice was sought they were also to maintain the secrecy of their deliberations janpad the people and the territory this unique element of saptang is the symbol of state which stands for a territorial society here jan denotes people and pad is a symbol of territory where these inhabitants permanently reside dr bhandarkar and r s sharma are of the view that kautilya's janpad includes not only territory but also population kautilya prescribes the following requisites of a prosperous janpad in terms of territory accommodate and support people defend the state against enemies find occupation of people have manageable neighbors provide pastures have arable land mines forest and provide good internal communication that is rivers road and outlet to sea durg fortification kautilya regarded fortification as essential for the defense and protection of the state he wanted the state to fortify the territories from all sides he has described four types of fortification which include odak parvat dhanwan and van of these categories the first two are used for the protection of the territory and the remaining two are used for the protection of the farmers these fortifications thus would not only protect the people and the capital but would also be suitable for fighting purposes that is for both defensive and offensive purposes kosh the treasury The flourishing economy is essential for the existence of the state in all times and circumstances. That is probably why the philosophers of ancient India looked at treasury as an essential element of the state. Though Kautilya wanted a prosperous treasury, he specifically directed the king to earn the wealth of nation only by legitimate and righteous means and in no way by unfair and immoral means. dand the army or the force kautilya accepted a strong and hereditary kshatriya army as the most important requisite of the state he insisted on the hereditary army as it would not only be skilled well contented and obedient to the king's will but also be free from duplicity such an army would serve both the defensive and offensive purposes of the king hence it was obvious for kautilya to pay great attention to the maintenance and organization of the army for instance in arthashastra we find him mentioning as many as half a dozen heads of departments namely the in charge of the armory naval forces cavalry elephants chariots and infantry mitra the elis having realized that political isolation means death Kautilya proceeded to consider the mitra or the ally as a vital factor. Kautilya recognizes two kinds of allies namely sahaj and kritrim. The sahaj or natural ally is the one whose friendship is derived from the times of king's father and grandfather and who is situated close to the territory of the immediately neighboring enemy. On the other hand the kritrim or the acquired ally is the one whose friendship is specially restored to for the protection of wealth and life if you want to attend live classes for ugc net please send a message on the whatsapp number given in the description box if you want to know about any other topic please leave it in the comment box so that i can come back with it thank you